0: This is InfoTrack. The weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. There are millions of Americans age 85 or older, but a select few have extraordinary memories. Why are these so-called super-agers sharp as a tack?
1: During the course of aging, we're losing certain capacities, so which things are getting worse, and a lot of the news is not so great, and we kind of wanted to look at the flip side.
0: Then, American students are well behind the education levels of other countries. What are the reasons and what can be done to improve things? Finland had a 10% high school graduation rate in the 1950s. Now they're up closer to 90%, which is well above that of the United States. So the question is, how did they do it? Those two stories and much more are heading your way on this week's edition of InfoTrack. Stick around. Our show will begin right after this. show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. If someone you know is in their 80s or 90s and has a phenomenal memory, they may be one of the so-called super whose brains act a lot younger than their years. With more about this, we welcome Emily Rogalski, a neuroscientist at Northwestern University's Cognitive Neurology and Alzheimer's Disease Center in Chicago. Emily, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. You are researching these people. What makes super agers so special?
1: Well, one thing that makes super agers special is that in the course of aging, it's common to lose some of our thinking abilities. So our memory isn't quite as sharp commonly at age 80 as it is at age 50 or age 30. And we asked the question, what if that's not always the case? What if it's common to lose memory? But maybe it's possible that some people don't lose even that little bit of memory as they age.
0: So you're looking for people who maybe have this unusual trait. Do you have any idea what percentage of the population might be like this?
1: It's tricky to give an exact percentage, but what we do know is that the individuals who call to be a part of the study, we've screened over 350 to 400 people, and less than 10% end up meeting the criteria for participation. So of people who think that they have outstanding memory, less than 10% seem to fit our criteria.
0: Have you tested these people you found to any extent?
1: Yes. Individuals who are enrolled in our superaging study undergo quite a bit of testing. So we have some paper and pencil tests so that we can better understand their thinking skills. We also ask questions about their family history, some of their medical background. We give them some psychosocial questionnaires to better understand their activities and daily living. We are interested in what their brain looks like. Is their brain able to maintain optimal health? So we ask them to complete an MRI scan. We ask them to also donate blood so we can look at genetic factors that might be contributing. And they're invited to participate in our brain donation program at the time of death so that we can better understand the cellular and molecular features that might be contributing to this rare form of successful aging.
0: At what age does the average person begin to lose their memory?
1: Generally as early as our 20s or 30s, unfortunately.
0: Wow. We're talking on InfoTrack with Emily Rogalski, a neuroscientist at Northwestern University's Cognitive Neurology and Alzheimer's Disease Center in Chicago, and we're talking about a study that she's working on, the so-called super-agers, older people with very sharp minds. I remember a TV campaign for a a yogurt product that talked about people in Russia who lived out in the mountains who were phenomenally old and really healthy, and it was because they ate this yogurt. Is there any kind of a secret formula to this, do you think?
1: A lot of aging research really documents how... During the course of aging, we're losing certain capacities, so which things are getting worse, and a lot of the news is not so great. And we kind of wanted to look at the flip side. If we take someone with outstanding memory, what else is great and what seems to hang along with it? Anecdotally, we found that our superagers seem to come from different walks of life, different economic backgrounds different educational backgrounds and even seem to have different choices in lifestyle factors. So some superagers actually have been smoking for years. Not the majority of them, but there are a few. And then there are other individuals who don't drink at all and others who say that it's very important to have a martini at five PM every day. <laughs> and that's one thing that's helped them to be a superager. So there's a little bit of diversity in the lifestyle factors that contribute to superaging thus far.
0: We've heard that keeping the brain active keeps the memory sharp, doing crossword puzzles and that sort of thing. Do you have any uh, idea if that's true or not?
1: There is an overwhelming amount of evidence that keeping your brain active and keeping your body active, so exercising your muscles in your body and exercising the muscles in your brain are of benefit. Specifically in the superagers, we have not been able to look specifically at all of those factors yet, but we imagine that that will be something that will be important.
0: What's the oldest person you found that has one of these super brains?
1: Our oldest superager right now is 97 years old.
0: And still has a very sharp memory. Now, you often will hear about older people who have a great memory of their childhood, but these are also short term good memories, right?
1: Yes. We're looking at the type of memory that's often compromised in Alzheimer's dementia. So the ability to learn some new information and then retain it over a 20, 30, or even hour-long period. And super do remarkably well at tests like this.
0: Now, some people often do things like misplace their keys or forget if they left the light on at home or not. Are those things to worry about, or when should someone start to get concerned that they might have some malfunction happening? <laughs>
1: Common for individuals to lose a little bit of memory capacity even as early as our 20s and 30s. So forgetting occasionally where our keys are or perhaps the time of a specific appointment aren't necessarily isolated things to be concerned about. The question is, are these forgetful moments starting to interfere with your daily life repeatedly? And are they happening more than they used to? And at that point, if, if someone feels concerned about that, they should go and talk to a clinician.
0: Is gender a factor at all, have you noticed, with superagers?
1: In our program, we have more women than we do men, and that's probably for a couple different reasons. First and foremost, women tend to live longer than men. Secondly, women tend to volunteer for studies more often than men do.
0: And we want to mention that you are actively looking for superagers for your study. People can learn more by visiting the webpage brain.northwestern.edu. In terms of all the rest of us who just probably have average memories, is there anything that you hope to learn that will help the mass population out here? Not people who are necessarily going to get Alzheimer's, but just the average person. Is there anything that could be learned to help people just improve their memories?
1: That's one of the hopes. It's a long-term hope. But the idea is that by studying what's going right with the brain, Maybe we can identify some modifiable factors, take-home points of things that we can do to live long and live well. I think it's important that as the medical field advances and has done a great job at helping us live longer, that we don't let that outpace living well.
0: Studies I've read of brain testing and research seem to indicate that memories stay in there they're stored somehow. Are the memories just trapped in people's brains and they can't access them? Is that the main problem with memory?
1: I think it depends on what the source of the memory deficit is. In Alzheimer's dementia, you're actually losing brain tissue and areas of the brain are damaged and the brain cells are actually being lost. And so the reason for memory loss there might be different than someone who's experiencing a lot of stress and just having trouble thinking at a given moment the brain is a very complex organ that really would depend on what the cause of the memory deficit is.
0: Emily Rogalski a neuroscientist at Northwestern University's Cognitive Neurology and Alzheimer's Disease Center in Chicago and if you'd like to learn more about this study and perhaps volunteer as a superager visit the website brain.northwestern.edu. Emily thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Next, where do the smartest kids in the world live? Here's a hint. They don't live in America. The startling story, coming up.
1: Stick around. There's more InfoTrack straight ahead.